Hi, Jody here. Before we start the show, I want to let you guys know about our Patreon page. We offer four different tiers. $1 a month, $3 a month, $5 a month, and $10 a month. At the $1 a month level, you get the show in its entirety, plus the little extra stuff we do after our tagline, commercial-free every week. At the $3 level, you get everything at the $1 level, plus Sean's OK, OK, So commercial-free every week. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $3 and $1 levels, plus you get the Patreon-only section of the show on video. So if you're wondering what David and Sean look like, this is your opportunity, or me for that matter. And at the $10 a month level, you get everything at five, three, and one, plus the entire show on video. So... If you decide to sign up, we really, really appreciate it. Those of you that are current Patreon uh, subscribers, we appreciate you every, every day. And now, on with the show. Look, it's... You, you, oh, I look dignified, do I? Yeah, you do. Nice. You look super... We're not recording any of this, right? No, we're totally recording all of it. You suck. I am the worst, right? Dude, nobody wants to hear this. Sh just push Stuff? something. Have the music start. It's our... Bring in the band. Let's go, go, go. Bring it. Wow, we're very bossy today, aren't we? Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shocking. Talk into the microphone. Is mine working? Mine's working. Okay, here we go. And we're back. Uh, and we're back. And we're back. Wait, hold on. We got to do this, and then we. Now I can see us over there. Can you? There you go. I can't, I can't hear me at all. There you go. Is that better? Um, I might need some more volume. Actually, I don't. I can hear what I say. And I don't sure? need more. I don't want to hear more of me than I need to. Are you sure? Can you think of a better way to spend a quarter million dollars than, than to, to suffocate? All right. That. Okay. So they have till I think 6 a.m. Okay. So for those of you that don't know. Um, Apparently, there's no geo echolocation when you're at the bottom of the ocean. GPS does not work. Like no, there are pingers. This is like MH370 situation. And like anybody that's ever been on a, on a cruise ship or any kind of large boat out at sea, and you look out over the water and you kind of get a sense of the vastness. Yeah, I've been on. It would be substantially easier to find a needle in a haystack. They don't know where it is. Well, the problem is um, I watched a guy on uh, Chris Jansen's show, her show, who also does submersibles. Not to be confused with Chris Hey, you want to have a seat here, please? Right. Different guy. Catch <laughs> uh, a predator. Why would they ever cancel that show? Because he was kind of not well. He also, Chris Jansen. Yeah. He had some issues. As opposed to Chris Jansen. Yes. Okay. I heard that. Let me host that show. I know. Let like me. The, the fact that that show isn't running 24 so there should there should be a To Catch a Predator network where you're just kind of constantly catching and predators. And notice no drag queens so far. No, no, I know, crazy, right? Not what, a one. What are the odds? Not a one. But okay, so that shows comedy cold. <laughs> it is. So it was. It Sorry. was very fun. Uh, MSNBC did a great show, but they, the bad guy, the good guy was a bad guy. Anyway, regardless. So you know they replaced Johnny with Jay. Can, they can do that, right? You know they can replace Chris Hansen with Keith Morrison. Why don't you have a seat, son? Wait, you're going Johnny with Jay? You mean? And they replaced like Steve you, with Johnny. The the and they replaced, they I mean, others were replaced prior to Johnny Who and Who was Jay. before Johnny? Uh, Steve. Wrong. Jack, then Steve. Jack, ja then Jack Steve. Parr. No, Steve Allen, only for a year. Then Jack Parr, then Johnny Carson. 
Steve Allen was the original host of The Tonight Show. That By was the way, Jack Parr the other way around. Super talented guy. I thought Jack Parr was first. Super talented guy, by the way. Yes. Jack Parr was a very interesting guy, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a name that's kind of been forgotten in history unless you're old as, like us. But you, you go into these people's Wikipedia pages. I go down to a lot of Wikipedia rabbit holes. And you have these fascinating people that have lived fascinating lives. And it's like, wow. And they, you know, they deserve a little bit of attention. We don't need to get into Cormac McCarthy now, who attention must be paid. But anyway, you were saying I don't you talked to somebody okay, the submersible. Now, devices. there was a guy that does we'll submersibles. We'll later. Different. Uh, uh, so Chris, Chris Jansing had this man on her show this afternoon who does submersibles. He's the guy. He, and he goes. Like he builds them. He offers tours on them. He, he does operates stuff. them. Yes. He, he knows. Them, got it. He goes, first off, <clears throat> there should have been pinging on this submersible. And he also said, secondly, this was a well, prototype. Explain to me exactly what you mean by pinging. Like it's giving out a, a, a ping, a, a periodic like, signal. Like a, yes. Like a submarine would, like a. Uh, black box on a plane would. So at least they can track where, what trajectory they can was going figure at what out, time. Like, at least if you've got a sound, we know where So to... there was no pinging? No. What was the, what communication None. devices were on it to... Chris Jansen interviewed the guy that developed this, and it's a prototype. <laughs> it's not an actual... Should not... He what said... What was the purpose of this? To look at the Titanic? Yeah. Okay, got it. And there are other vessels that do this all the time. Jim Cameron can tell sure. you that um so basically he goes look this is a prototype you do not put passengers on a prototype you just don't you might put somebody that understands how to run it but you don't put people that to pay 250 no, you put test pilots into a into a test people that know what's a going test jet and apparently chris jansing had interviewed the guy that developed this prototype it's run by a you know a game An boy xbox yeah like controller no. game boy controller no and it's not even wired. It's a wireless Game Boy, 13,000 feet. Almost like a remote control car you would get or a drone or something. Yeah. Isn't the technology kind of the same, though? That's I'd rather have problem. a little wiring. My problem with this whole enterprise is the fact that there is no, there, the inability to communicate in any way with anyone should a catastrophic event happen. And Assuming that it hasn't already been destroyed. Well, and the fact of the matter is those th that particular vessel is what the guy on Chris Jansing's called it. <laughs> You're bolted into it. So even if they were on the surface of the planet, like floating, mm -hmm. they can't get themselves out. Oh, okay. So it's like uh, it's like Space Mountain or something. That bar comes down until the ride is back at the station. Uh -huh. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. So even if they're up on the surface, which apparently... They, they still need to be rescued. Yes, because they only have... 37 hours worth of uh, air left. This isn't going to be an MH370. Was that the name of that? This is going to, they're, they're not going to find this thing. It's and so small. Point, it's, it's about as big as this room. The, I mean, it's tiny. The energy and resources and money required to look for it will become insurmountable. Well, once, once 6 a.m. Thursday morning happens, they're out of air. Unless it's turned into like, you know, what's the book with all the kids in the, on the island? Which one? Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies, and they start killing each other for the oxygen. Well, I don't think they will because they're going to pass out. Yes. Which is a horrible way to die. No, there are worse ways than that. You know, alligator roll and being dragged down to orcas. the bottom of the thing. There's lots of ways to go. AI orcas. An AI orca. Don't think know what about that it. Is. 
Okay, so orcas are now attacking ships anyway. Based on one of them's bad experience, and he's been able to communicate to the rest of them. She has. It was a lady. A lady orca. She went... Oh, because it's it's not an orco. It's an orca. No, they're all orcas. I know. Um, And so basically, she got... Who knows what has has happened, but imagine AI-infested orcas and dolphins. We're done. How did that happen? It's going to happen. How do AIs make the leap to orcas? They're already making leaps. To- <gasps> Did I not tell you? Apparently you didn't. You know, okay. I didn't tell you, Faith. So I, I know. Okay, so so Tom Hartman, bless him, um, read a story about, <clears throat> it was a DOD kind of thing, not necessarily the DOD, but they basically uh, told an artificial intelligence that this is a target, which was not a real target, mind you, but this is a target you have to hit every however many times. And at some point, the humans will come in and say, don't hit that target for whatever reason, because humans, you know, we understand things different. We're still running the show for the time being. Right. So this AI was hitting the target, hitting the target beautifully, right? And then a human said, please don't hit the target now. And the AI didn't, and then didn't understand it, because my my message is to get target. Mm -hmm. Get target now. Stay on target. So it was two or three times after that, the AI cut off communications with the humans. Because they were distracting him. I, I mean, there's a lot, obviously lots of very dramatic doom and gloom it's predictions about it. It's I mean, do you think it's going to be doom and gloom? Like, I remember Y2K? Like everything it's was going to stop. The world was going to implode. Nuclear silos were going to go off. It's different. Nothing happened. Different. I have a feeling we are going to see some massive advancements in medical technology. Perhaps. We're going to see breakthroughs maybe in paralysis. I think AI I is going to that. make some enormous contributions. And also enormous bad, unless we regulate it we're properly. Going to be, I think we're going to be able to use AI to come up with the technology to regulate AI. Skynet is here. I mean, you know, that, that's facile and easy to throw out there. It's but so true. This thing is so much more complicated than you or I think it ever even possibly imagined. It's like trying to understand the, the size and scope of the universe. You know, we have two trillion galaxies in the we noble universe. We did this universe. too soon. Too soon. We did it too soon. It's happening at the... You know, off, you know, maybe it's the end of our species. But here's the thing. You know, five billion years till the sun burns out. You know, we're a link in the chain. There's going to be 20, 30, 40 other animals that climb to the top of the food chain before the sun decides it's done. I know. Orcas and AI and dolphins. They're going to take over. I trust them more than us. Same. Way smarter than we are. They'll just drown the AI because they're like, no, bad idea. Genes. Remember that commercial bad idea genes from SNL? I do not. It was very funny. Who was it? SNL. It was an SNL commercial, Bad Idea Jeans. And I forget okay. what the premise was, what it was very I'm bad. sure it's on the YouTube. I'm sure it is. I so that's a thing. Guess what happened today? Uh, you know, oh, are we going to go with Hunter Biden? I could care less. Go at him. You know, if he made some bad decisions with his life, he's responsible for that. He'll have to suffer the consequences of his decision making. Um, he pled guilty today to yes. two misdemeanor tax, not and filing I even taxes. from our side that it's a little bit of a sweetheart deal, but... Shocker. That he never pled happens. guilty, yeah. eh, and he paid the fine back. But they usually don't, you know, you don't get that get out of jail free card after they've caught you. Usually if you pay it later or whatever. But he was but, paying the fine over the past several years. No, I get it. I, I mean, go at him all you want. I think most reasonable people, even most independents, like, 
he's not working in the White House. He's not an employee. He's an addict. I have a cousin or a nephew who's an addict. I mean, whatever. You well, know. And, and, and CNN literally said it's going to have reverberations over the 24 election. Why? He's it's, not running for president. It's going to be over in a month. I mean, I mean, look at the news cycle. Look at the things that are going on right now. You know, we've forgotten about Alvin Bragg. Remember, every, every a noun and a verb in Alvin Bragg was every two words out of Fox News. I haven't heard Alvin Bragg's name in three weeks. Not until next year. And then you're going to hear Fonnie Willis. And then you're going to... Our best hope, by the way, because I'm, I'm worried about Cannon only because... I'm not worried about the trial. It's, it seems like this, the, the evidence is so overwhelming. There's, there's only so much of a thumb she can put. The thumb I'm worried about is the sentencing. Well, here's the deal. The, with, with just, Washington, she's going to have... J, the J6 is going to be in Washington. Yeah, it has to be because that's where the crime was committed. Um, so with the Hunter Biden kids, basically he um, uh, pled Gun charges to and tax... One gun charge mm-hmm. that he... Purchased a gun and lied about on the application not being a drug addict. He only had it for less than two weeks, by the way, because his girlfriend threw it away. So as far as I'm concerned, that's sh- not relevant to me. He broke the law. He broke the law. Probably when he was high. He was totally high. <clears throat> um, and then the tax evasion was basically he didn't file taxes, which means he didn't pay his taxes. But he's already paid back the taxes that he owed, paid them back over the last five years. So now he's pleading guilty to two misdemeanors. He will not serve jail time for those. And with the gun charge, he has to basically be drug tested for the next two years. <clears throat> and as long as he's sober, it will never be on his record. I mean, I don't know how much milk they can squeeze out of this cow over the next month or two. They don't, they don't have election. They don't have election time stuff. Well, and what's funny is, is like unless Comer it, comes up with that witness who disappeared, that whistleblower, or the seventeen tapes, which apparently don't exist, that are that uh, implicate Joe Biden in a bribery scheme. This is a guy who, for thirty, there's no easier way to enrich yourself in this country than to be a member of Congress. And he's not. For thirty years, Joe Biden was the least wealthy member of Congress. And this is a guy who was head of the judiciary, head of the intelligence, and head of the finance. Committee. This is not he just wrote a, a book about his son's death, and that made him some money. This after he was vice president, yeah. but I mean, during his time in the Senate, he made no effort to enrich himself. So, if you're going to try to sell me on some narrative that this that, that this was a rapacious, greedy, gimme, gimme, gimme guy, after every opportunity, like those people in Georgia who sold all their stock when they you know, or bought stock in, like you know, sold their airline stock and bought stock in like Pfizer, Phar- pharma, after they knew about COVID, and we didn't. You know, he was never that guy. No, he's People never. People aren't going to buy that he's, he's some sort man. of corrupt guy. He's a good man. You may think he's old. You may think he's lo- he's off his game. That's fine. I get it. He's not the same guy he was 10 years ago. But the fact that this guy is some scheming, corrupt guy, is it just doesn't wash. My favorite tweet this morning was Tim Miller, who is an Republic, ex-Republican now. He goes, wannabe dictator arrests his own son. Yes. I mean, and then what's funny about this is, okay... It's tax evasion, technically, and then guns. But the GOP is against all of this. Had it been a Republican that got this sweetheart deal, they'd be fine with it. If you're Corinne Jean, Jean, Jean Paul, what's the name of the, the uh, Corinne uh, Jean Pierre? Corinne Jean Pierre, if you say so. I think uh, that's her name. Her or what's her name? Who's the head of the comm shop there? The second that that Fox News Chiron said wannabe dictator. Oh, the guy was fired. Oh, I don't give a shit about that. They should they should have pulled their credentials. I agree. So, you know, we're going to pull your credentials for a month. They, that's not a news organization. That's not a legitimate news and information gathering organization. You know, if you guys want to get your act together and prove that you're a legitimate news source, a Reuters or a Reuters, Reuters or an AP, that's great. But that's Newsmax stuff, and that's not allowed here. Well, and um, 
just so as you know, on the Foxes, well, I believe it was Sunday or Monday, yesterday maybe, Donald on Brett Baer. <clears throat> oh, I, I, Fox News is clearly done with Donald Trump. Brett Baer was like, dude, what? What are you talking about? He fact-checked your, go- your golf shirts? Are in with boxes. Nobody packs golf shirts in boxes. Just and you had a year to pull out your golf shirt. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's it, when you've got They're Brit giving Hume, Chris Christie airtime. When you've got Brit Hume going, it looked this on the verge absurd. of incoherent. It was incoherent. That was his word. Um, no, they want DeSantis. They do. Now, do we? The question is, who do we want? Who do we want at the top of the Republican Mike ticket? Mike Pence. He'll never win. No, of course not. I would love him at the top of the ticket. <laughs> Who do we want at the top of the Republican Donald. ticket? Of course we do. But Ron DeSantis ain't going to make it either. He's, he lost by 7 million votes. He'll lose by 10 million this time because he, he doesn't have the levers of power. He doesn't have the sway over the governors and, and secretaries and of state like story. he did before. You know, he, did, he can't put a scheme together post-loss like he did last time. It's a... Uh, no, I, I think he'll hurt turnout. I think I think he'll crush the down ballot races as well. But I don't think DeSantis is he going to survive long enough. Is Trump going to survive long enough? Is I don't his thirty percent going to hold? People, people that um, like Noel Kassler, who worked on Celebrity Apprentice, sure. talks about Donald because he knew him personally, and he says, "Look, when that man is under scrutiny, he's terrified, and you could see it on Fox last night." His eyes were kind of crazy eyes. No, you've seen him in depositions in the old days. He looks like a whipped dog when he knows he's got to tell the truth and every word out of his mouth could be But even on Fox last night, I think people are speculating. First off, he admitted to everything. So Jack Smith, here's more evidence that he can use. Jack Smith can use everything that was just. By any chance, did you watch the Gavin Newsom homicide last week? I loved it. Like, oh my God. When he talked about like... The level of prepper, the disparity in preparation, like, because I only saw part of it. I didn't see the whole thing. I saw the thing when he asked him about the exodus from California to Florida. He had, like, specific statistics of people who left, people who left Florida for California. There was a net gain of people from Florida to California, the people in California to Florida. Like, and he, did, he didn't know oh, these Oh, he's que- a nerd. Like, he didn't know these questions Newsom's were coming. a nerd. And he's so smooth. I mean, I, a lot of people think that he's too smooth, and maybe he is, but you need to be too smooth to be in politics sometimes. And he's a nerd. But, like... I can't wait. Like, if there's a, a Newsom, like, he's already setting the stage for 2028 for yes, him and, and Absolutely. And he even said today, I'm not running in 24. Stop asking me. Yeah. I support Joe Biden. Thank you My very much. My problem with 2028 is, and by the way, Trump is still going to, like, people thought, and I was one of them, 2020, finally, thank God we're done with this guy. And, like, we're shocked he's around for 2024. Be prepared for Trump not to be off the stage in 2028. If he's not in jail, be 1,000%. Pre- you know, this is, unless you have a hook. And it's like uh, whatever Jay Frog, and you have to yank him off. You know he's not going anywhere as long as there's a some chance. sort of ability for him to monetize this, create attention, work on his brand, whatever. Twenty twenty eight is still on the table for Trump, by the way. So just let's remember that. But as much as I like Gavin Newsom, I like someone more than Gavin Newsom. Who? Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, I love her. Love Gretchen Whitmer. Like you know, who do you root for between those two? That's a tough one. We have to stop putting, you know, as much as I think Gavin Newsom would be a solid president, I think we are done. I mean, we need, we obviously need a white savior one more time. I can hate that. But uh, I think we're done putting, you know, white cisgendered males at the top of the ticket, straight cisgendered males at the top of the ticket. I, I don't know how we do that as a party anymore and still claim that we're a party of diversity, equity, and inclusion. 
So Gretchen and then Gavin. I, the ticket that I like would be either Gretchen and Beto or Gretchen and Josh Shapiro from Pennsylvania, which basically locks down Pennsylvania and Michigan, which wins an election for you. If we see... See, I don't know if Beto... I don't... I just... I love like, Beto. I, feel, I do too. He's gotten so much better in the last four years in terms of his, you know... He's good. His He's gravitas. Learned. He's developing a little more gravitas. He's learned. I feel like Texas is this oasis when it always feels like it's right there for us to grab and we reach out and it just disappears well, by and, four or five uh, Let's points. talk about Texas. Hold, please. Uh, Abbott uh, signed the election bills, which include... Senate Bill 1070, it allows a state to end its participation in ERIC, which is a nonprofit organization used by states to ensure accurate voter rolls. Why they're getting rid of that, I don't know. <clears throat> Senate Bill 1750 abolishes the election administrator position within Harris County, which is Houston. Is Ken Paxson lieutenant governor? Yes. Who's the who's secretary of state? Who's the attorney general who's getting who's No, that's Ken Paxson. That's it. Who's the lieutenant general? Who's the lieutenant Governor, then. Uh, I think that's Ken. Well, who's the guy who's getting, who just got kicked Paxton. out of his job? Got it. But still not yet. He still has to go up on trial. But so, 1750 in Texas. He got Texas, brought up by Republicans. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, but his wife is not recusing herself from said. Regardless, uh, <clears throat> Senate bill in Texas, 1750, abolishes the election administrator within Harris County. Which is just Houston. The, just the black county. Just the bluest county in Texas. It now reverts back to the county clerk and you county. You say that it's black and blue. Tax assessor. And then 1933 authorizes the Secretary of State to take over elections in Harris County. Didn't we have something similar to that in Georgia as well? They yes. could throw out a prosecution or prosecutor. Are we worried about Kemp, by the way, in Georgia, pardoning Trump? Of course. Well, that's oh, no, he can't. No, in Georgia, it's not a governorship. It's a panel. Got it. Okay, so he can't uh, commun uh, communicate se commun commute. commune sentences or uh, pardon or right. commute sentences. No, Got he it. cannot. No, uh, Georgia has different rules. Uh, so okay, I feel better about that thing because I'm like, okay, he's got to get out of jail free with Cannon, and she's going to suspend a sentence that might not be criminal char criminal might not be jail. And we'll talk about Cannon in a minute. Uh, but 1933. Year my mother was born, uh, Senate Bill in Texas authorizes the Secretary of State to take over Harris County. Once it's begun, state officials will be authorized to change all aspects of election policy and fire election workers. No bueno. Is that going to be a pyrrhic victory for them? Like, will there be enough blowback at how blatantly undemocratic that is that moderates will say, you know what, this isn't America? Like there was in Wisconsin. Wisconsin was a non-democratic state and democratic small D state for a while until that last election when they got rid of that corrupt judge. Well, and they're still trying to uh, hamstring the new judge. Yes. Or they want to impeach her, even though she hasn't spent any time on the bench. Like I said, it's not politics. It's natural selection. This is a, this is a, a subspecies that's going extinct. And, and they're, they're flailing. And they're fighting like, you know, grim death. Yeah. They'll do anything. Well, know? yeah, I mean, wouldn't anybody try to, you know, <clears throat> it's it's exactly what you're saying. It's a, it's a death rattle of the, you know, white Christian male whatever yes, thing. Yes, absolutely. It, that's what's happening right now. And um, How could God let this happen, Jody? How could God, any God, you know, if these are God-fearing men and women. Which God? Oh, so you mean, no, the one I believe in, not the 2,900 that are not real. 
the one that I believe in that is real. The other ones are all fake. You mean in Israel or Israel? Israel? Yes. Get it? I went, I went with That's that. quite a pun. I punned it. I punted the pun. Stop immediately, please. Oh, yeah, no. And on that note. For the wait. sake of everyone. For the sake of everyone, we'll be right back after this. 2352. And all of a sudden, jazz hands. It's like magic. I know. Isn't that weird? Um, oh, you stop. So we're not back like in I Dream of Jeannie. Like we're no. all wearing party hats. No, we're back. <laughs> okay. I thought we could do a we thing do where this, I could wear like a, a Groucho mask. We could try it one of these days. But that would just be weirder than we already are. So um, speaking of Aileen Cannon. So she has set the... Uh, Incompetent or corrupt? We don't know yet. She set a tentative date of August 14th for the start of Donald's... To begin argument, to begin opening arguments. Uh Or no, jury selection. Yes, that's when you start a trial, jury selection. She also wrote that uh, y'all's got to get your motions in by July 24th. Did she do that or did the uh, judges handling the hearing do that? No, she did. Okay, got it. This is her. This is her. That's all fairly optimistic stuff, she's saying. And normal. Yes. Because it's a rocket docket, like you said. Um, so all pre-trial motions must be filed by July 24th. So Jack Smith, just file all 500 of them that you need <clears throat> with the 31 documents and all that stuff. And you need summaries of the classified information. He's not going to be in court for this, right? Like Jack? he has his prosecutors arguing this. Well, he was in court for the arraignment. Like if you're a DA, you're not the one who's actually going in there making motions and arguing with the judge. No. You have one of your prosecutors. It's your prosecutors. prosecutors. But this he was. a line prosecutor prosecuting Trump, right. correct? And, but Jack was in the arraignment. Not that he hasn't done his share of prosecuting before. He's very good at it. Uh, but he wasn't. He was at the arraignment <clears throat> and just stared at Donald. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Like just well, because he knows more stuff than we know. He knows just what a traitorous scumbag this guy is. That this guy literally tried to destroy our democracy and mm-hmm. install himself as a permanent ruling dictator over the will of the majority of Americans mm-hmm. and voters. Mm-hmm. You know, for someone like that, that's that's you know antithetical to everything, every fiber of his being. Well, and he he has prosecuted war criminals. We also knows, not that he's had the opportunity to be a war criminal, but Donald Trump is is the problem with the big the voice and the silly statements and the over the top stuff and the crazy hair and the orange skin and the too long of a tie. He's got a cartoonish quality to him, right? He's a caricature, and by nature, by virtue of a cartoon, a cartoon is a not serious kind of lighthearted thing. And I think the problem with his cartoonishness is it masks just how... Awful? Evil? Monstrous. Yes. He's a really, truly, historically monster. I don't, you can put him up with anybody. I mean, fortunately, our, our constitution is such that it, it kind of checks people like that better than most countries do. But left to his own devices and without, a, without stronger guardrails, and believe me, those guardrails took a beating. This guy would be a Mussolini or a Pol Pot or a Stalin or a Hitler. Yeah, you, you never want to say Hitler Orban. just because of whatever it is. But this guy would run over people in the street with tanks if he would stay in power. This is a guy who has no regard for anybody other than himself, barely his own family. And Oh, Ivanka changed her last name. Smart move. Not really. Rebranding. Not really. Not that Kushner's a better name. I would go with my middle name if I were Ivana. Ivanka. I'd be like, what's my middle name? I'm just going to go with that. Ivanka ain't a great first name anyway. No. Ivana is. Ivanka. <laughs> They're epiglottals and all sorts of linguistic. What is her middle name? Do any, any of our listeners. I'm sure it's in the Wikipedia. Because that's the name I would go with. 
is my middle name as my last name. Got it. Ivanka Gloria, Ivanka Ivana, whatever it is. Drop Kushner because he's going down at some point. He is, and he's too smart. No, he's he's not figured that smart. it out. I don't, he's, he's too clever. It's like, what was the, the interview I was watching where he said something where he's not smart, but he's got a. Oh, it was uh, James Comey was being interviewed by. Camera of the show, and he's and he was getting pretty deep into it. He goes, he, he's not a smart man, but he's got a reptilian cleverness. And I thought, that, wow, what a fantastic way of putting it. He's not a smart man, but he's got a reptilian cleverness. He understands how to survive. That's what that means. His reptilian brain, and uh, I forgot what led me to the to that aspect of oh, changing the name and Kushner or whatever. Yeah, she should not do Kushner. But Kushner has a reptilian cleverness as well. And he's been around lawyers all his life, and he's a billionaire, so he's surrounded by smart people. Oh, by the way, the world in about 36 hours is in all likelihood going to be short two billionaires. Oh, yeah. There were two billionaires on that boat. Yeah. On that submersible. And that's just and $250,000 to die. But, I mean, you signed uh, – there was another guy that they interviewed. You know, if you think about the experience that they're having right now, the it's psychological, awful. emotional horrid. experience If they're even still through. alive. Well, the chances are something catastrophic happened to the vehicle. There was a breach of some sort, and it was just immediate boom, which would Hope be obviously so. better. Um, because the pressure is like having the, the Empire State Building fall on top of you. It's 13,000 feet, feet below. Of, of, I don't know how many cubic meters of water that is, but it's the full weight of that yeah. on top of you. So it crushes you immediately if you're exposed to it, which, again, would be the best possible outcome rather than suffocating to death. waiting, knowing how many hours you have left. That sick feeling in your stomach. I just hope that they... Wasn't there that plane that crashed in Virginia a week or two ago and they figured out that they had epoxy <clears> and they all just passed out before they even knew yeah, what was going on? Yeah, that happened to Payne Stewart on his plane. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's... It was a ghost plane situation. Yeah, I hope that's what happened to these... I, I stopped spending $250,000 on something that is a prototype. Tourists and it doesn't seem like a cyanide capsule kind of situation. Like you know, the, you know the astronauts they they give them cyanide capsules, right? Just in case, because you know the idea. Because once you get unmoored from gravity and from any kind of orbit, there's no turning back. There's no like let's say like I remember when I was like 11 years old, I was watching the Apollo 13 on TV. I'm like, why don't they just turn it around? Like it was a plane. And it's like no, it doesn't work that way in outer space. And rather than just floating out into space and, and eventually withering, which takes a long time. You take a pill and you go to sleep or whatever, a cyanide pill. You probably, it's probably not the most pleasant experience in the world, but it's probably quick. Take something to make you sleep and then take But that. this experience has got to be, you know, obviously you look at people on the front lines in Ukraine and all of that. I mean, there's lots of horrifying what's going on in Yemen that we don't talk about, the famine and Syria, the refugees. There's still refugee problems. Oh, and the flooding in Ukraine. And what's going on in the Sudan. It's like, I wish our news gave us more. Oh, you can watch the BBC. You know, it's like the, no, the BBC gives you the same five stories. The BBC, in some ways, is worse. I wish there was a major news channel. I, w I would like to know what happened in the recent election in Uruguay. I'd like to know what's going on in Bangladesh. I'd like to know everything. You know, I'd like to be exposed to give me a sense of, of this global community that I live in. But you don't get any of that. You get the same four stories. And but so we're locked onto this story now with these people trapped because people can relate to that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not a good way to die. It's chilling. It's frightening. I mean, because uh, it's, it's really happening to real it's human about, beings right now. It's about as big now. as this room where they're in. Okay. Maybe this big. And they're strapped in. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they're bolted in. They so how, how, wait a minute. How long was this journey supposed to be? Couple days. So how do you pee? 
They can't be. They can't be strapped in there where they can't move because you'd need to either urinate or defecate. Maybe it was only supposed to be a few hours. I don't know. Thirteen thousand like, yeah, feet. Maybe it was a Gilligan's Island situation. Yeah, three hour tour. Three hour tour before you leave. Um, I don't know, but I know that they were bolted in, which is why when uh, the person on Chris Jansen's show said, "No, no, no, no," <laughs> even if they're floating, they can't self escape. I'm wondering why a submersible like this wouldn't have some sort of Hatch like a submarine? No, no, you can't. No hatch. You can't get out at that depth. But some sort of uh, inflatable exterior inflatable object where you hit it and fills up and takes you to the pulls you to the surface. Like you haven't been exposed to a change in compression, so you're not going to suffer the bends. It's not like you have to go down slowly or go up slowly if you're a scuba diver. Like why wouldn't it have some sort of external? Like I always thought airplanes, like just regular airplanes, should have you know eight to ten huge, you know, explosively like airbag deployed. Rafts? No. Parachutes. Like a plane's going to crash, you bring it down to the slowest speed possible, and then you just deploy those things. Now, it's going to be a hard 40, 50-mile-an-hour landing, but it's not going to be a 280-mile-an-hour landing. Um, I think it has to do with engines and things. I mean, there are places on a plane where you could figure out where to put because an airplane isn't that heavy you have to realize airplanes are actually built to be as light as possible aluminium because they need to fly they're aluminium you know they're, they're pretty light compared to their size yes so if you're considering had, it's a building so if you look at the parachutes that they use to drop when the when the module comes back down from the moon those huge gigantic parachutes you know there's no reason that six yeah, or but seven there's no those, engine com- going i mean they would be attached to the tail they'd be attached to the to the nose cone tails also have engines on them you know the pilot would turn the engines off if you have to deploy the parachutes if you're in that kind of situation obviously that's a one in 10 million situation if you think about how many planes fly but you know why not all right uh, physics guys just at david just at David on that because I'm not a phys- I'm not. I think there physics. have been planes that have been developed with. I'm, I'm not sure why planes are, devel- are are shaped the way they are at this point in time. It seems They're like bullets. there has been a major upping in the technology of the aerodynamics of an airplane in 80 years since they were first developed. There's probably a reason for that. Money. It's like yeah, we already have these planes. Why are we going to get into new planes? I miss the upstairs. I've never been an upstairs on an airplane before. I've never been on an airplane that's had an upstairs. Are these the old 747s? And there's like a little bar and a lounge. There's a piano. <laughs> there's a bar. It was like so dumb. And Joey Heatherton's out there. Singing. She's always out there. Always Joey. <laughs> on every jo- flight. Permanent Joey Heatherton. Always on every flight. Look it up, kids. Look it up, kids that are listening to the show. So, um, um, Was she famous for her legs, by the way? Did she have like really, really good legs? Was that her thing? One of her things. She was an entertainer. Well, she her had father the short had been a pixie hair, the very, short blonde. Didn't she date Sammy Davis? I don't know, but I think her father had been famous in show business as well. And Joey Heatherton was a singer. Yeah, no, she was an entertainer yeah. all around. Like uh, Lola Falana. Yeah. Lola Falana, where the fuck did that come from? No, Joey Miranda. Heatherton, very much late 60s, 60s early 70s. 70s. You know, very much that girl. Um, super blonde, pixie haircut. Very fun. Had a fun, great energy about it, yeah. like a Goldie Hawn energy about it. She was adorable. Her. Yeah, absolutely. And she could sing. Yes. That was her thing. She was a singer. That's what she did. She, Vegas. She was a Vegas person. Sure, absolutely. Totally. You, know, you see her on the marquee. George Burns, Joey Heatherton. Yeah. She was the thing. Um, so. And the Starlight Dancers. I just made that up. That's probably the not The Gold even Diggers. A thing. Those were Dean Martin's kids, were the Gold Diggers. Okay. Watch the old Dean Martin show, kids. Nine years it ran on NBC. The Gold Diggers were his dancers and singers. Okay, awesome. Dean Martin and the Gold Diggers. And they were all blonde and gorgeous, like his wives, all of them were. Is there anything from that old era that we still pine away for, or do we just need to cancel all of it because it represented a patriarchy and a thing and whatever? Well, the thing with Mr. Martin's show, he never rehearsed. 
So he always just wore his tux. You know he wasn't a drunk. That was an act. Of course I know that. Most people don't. No, he was. Oh, no, he drank, but not when he was working. No, no. He was always very serious about his work. Absolutely. And that was part of his very fun shtick, the Matt Helm stuff. He did drink, but not when working. Um, I'll say he partied. Um, but no, he never rehearsed apparently, at least the first four or five seasons on the show. So he just showed up in his tux all the time <laughs> for Friday night taping. Sure. And he would, he was great live cue card reader. I mean, he had an idea of what was going on, but did not rehearse. Well, the, the thing about people like that, whether it's Sammy or, or Frank or even Joey Bishop, they have this fantastic confidence. And if you have enough confidence, it's like I have a friend of mine who's, who's very, very smart, accomplished guy, but he's, he's very he's scared of public speaking. It's an it's enormous anxiety. And he, he asked me about the show and he goes, like, do you ever have to pause? Like during the show, like to think of more stuff to say. I'm like, no, Jody can't shut me up. I have to, keep, I have to concentrate <laughs> on keeping my mouth shut because I interrupt her too much. It's like the idea of having to, you know, not being able to just to be confident and talk about anything you want to talk about. But they have a level of confidence that they can do anything in front of anybody, completely with no self consciousness. Consciousness. Well, they just they just had um, Mr. Martin. I remember he said, <clears throat> um, you know, you've paid your dues when you've hung your tux on a nail. Okay, what were you? Did you? You probably knew Dino. I did. How did he? How did he pass plane away? Plane crash. It was a plane crash. That's right. Young too. Good looking Very kid. Young. Great tennis player. Sweet. Super athlete. Sweet boy. Apparently, nicest kid in the world. Ricky too, who's also gone. Um, who's Ricky? His younger brother. Got it. Um, Ricky died. God, ten years ago. <clears throat> um, I knew Ricky better than I knew Dino. Got it. Um, but Sasha, their little sister, I grew up with her. So. Sure. Um, but I didn't know Jeannie uh, at all. Um, and people forget Joey Bishop was a huge star. There was like big. more of the Rat Pack. There was Peter Lawford. Mm-hmm. Is he still alive, Peter yeah. Lawford? So is his son, who, who was, was on t- All My Children. He was very tight with the whole Camelot pack. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Lawfords? Are you kidding? Yeah. He was, an a- he was, a, he was a very he was a serious dramatic actor. He was a Kennedy. Peter Lawford ma- was married to a Kennedy. Okay, that's right. Um, he was a Kennedy. Speaking um, of Kennedy. Speaking my of God. Oh, God. Had 20% oh, my the po- God. Is he on the list right now? It's like, well, why don't you debate? Why don't you debate? Because that's not how it works when you're the incumbent, okay? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Joe Rogan. I, you know, I wish Dr. Hotez would, would go on Joe Rogan and say, listen, dude, this is the way it works. The reason that you don't debate someone like that, it's like debating global warming. It's like you don't want to elevate some absurd things and give it a platform because most people see a debate and they say this and this. To nuclear power, no nuclear power. Iran nuclear, you know, the Paris Climate Accord, no Paris Climate Accord. And what the pros and cons are of those things. Those are legitimate And, and, they're, and they're legitimate arguments. things to yes. debate. There's nothing legitimate to debate about climate change. It's a thing that's happening. We see it every single day. And no, he's, by, he, by putting it on the same stage with the thing, no, it's vaccines. It. it was vaccines. Yeah. It was, it was, Joe Rogan said has, to. Has vaccines killed people? Yeah. But guess what? The number of people that have been saved by vaccines is 1,000 plus times more than the people that have been killed by vaccines. Do people have allergic reactions to medicines, to to antibiotics, to vaccines? Yes, they do. It's it's an unfortunate I had an allergic reaction to the shingles vaccine, which is why I only got the one shot. Got it. So I'm half-vaxxed. For shingles. But that all... Better but, you than know, nothing. Th- their whole game plan is lying, using the exception to prove the rule and making false equivalences. And RFK... Using the exception to prove the rule is one of their three pillars of how they manage to maintain their whole dishonest, depraved nightmare of you. a platform that they try to put out to the world. No, I'm with you. And RFK Jr. No, he's a mess. He's a nightmare. And he, Democrats un- are not going to vote for him, kids. He's, it's he's, going to be Republicans that vote for him. He's unhinged. He's not well. 
Who are we talking? Cheryl you, Hines is his wife. Are you? F- Larry David needs to give her a call. Cheryl Hines is married to RFK Jr. Yeah. Why wouldn't I know that? How did that not make it my radar? Maybe she doesn't want people to know. Maybe she always had a dream about being a Kennedy. It's just, I mean, he yeah, needs. That's a powerful name. And people just hear the name Kennedy. It's like, okay, we like that. Not this guy. No. No, no, no. I'm just saying the people that don't pay attention the way we pay attention. There are people that pay attention even more so than we do. But, you know, he's, he's a mess. You know, Marianne Williamson, God bless her. I told you I worked on her campaign, right? She's, I've met her. I worked her. on her congressional campaign. I've met her. Ask me to say nice things about Marianne Williamson. Please don't uh, give, try. Give me a list. Give me a list. You so can't. Give me a list. You can't. I can't. I know you can't. I wanted to. I know. I, I've met her. She's been lovely to me, but I have I'll, not I'll worked for her. I'll give you one, for, for instance. I talked to her, her chief media person assistant, right? And they said, you know, no me- we can't get any national media for until the, until the general election. Right. Said they're not covering the primary. And this is a professional media person. Within a week, I had her booked on Up with Steve Karnacki on national TV on MSNBC, 100%. I got a call the day of the tapings. I was going to go down there. I wanted to check it out. Yeah, Mar- Marianne asked if you could not come to the taping. And it had nothing to do with Marianne. I put together a, a fantastic uh, TV commercial for her for the internet. Uh, you know, the, this person tried to take credit for producing and writing and directing this thing that I made Clearly did. one out of a whole cloth. The Steve Kornacki thing, you know, it was all my friend. I have a friend, a friend who was a booker for, oh, my friend Betsy. For CNN and MSNBC, and she's got a, a booking company, and she gave me a list of people. I called them all. I got her this gig. It's just like, if you can't do anything for her, you're out. And even if you do, thanks. Moving on. What have you done for me lately? Wow. I have never worked for her. She's kind of cold. She's been very nice to me, but I... Who's she? Marianne. Sure. Um, Why I've are never... so nice to you and not so nice to me? Because I'm adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to argue. That's pretty much hard why to argue I, facts. It's hard to argue that I am adorable. Already? Yeah. Jesus Christ. We can say that in a minute, and that's when you don't want to say it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. What? It's like that frog that wouldn't sing. Remember? What's the name of the frog? Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. Bob Seska knows because we play him on his show, and he's got the top hat. Wait, singing frog. I'll find it. And I think there's a city or state in the frog's name. Michigan J. Frog. Michigan J. Frog. There was a state in the name. If you need help, please get it. There is no shame in it. And we will talk at you in two weeks. We will not have a show next week. Where are we going to be? I'm going to be hosting for Ms. Miller all week next week. Gotcha. So. Well, if you need a big mouth, let me know. I'll call somebody. <laughs> Because right. you know me, I'm very demure. Yes, you are. You're so demure. When can I start talking?